Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. You're on the Midwestern Shooters su- Supplies. <laughs> uh, cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP and 105.7 The Fan uh, with Tommy the True. Uh, Dan, the wealthy owner of something up north. <laughs> I'm John Lehman just uh, hanging around. And uh, then we've got uh, Greg. Greg. Yeah. Uh, He's he's behind the boards. John is like the little and, engine that could on yeah, the crazy I, train. Yeah, I had practiced this too, and that's just it. I shouldn't practice. Practice, uh, practice. You're, pra- you're, you were wrong, Bart. You you no, it wasn't Bart. You know, Vince. We, Vince. No, it wasn't Vince. It was uh, the guy with all of the tall hair, the blonde guy. I don't know who you're. Who said about. practice, practice, practice when he got out of the limo with the three broads to go to the game? I don't know. Oh, come on, an old light commercial, Miller light commercial. You don't remember that when he's got three broad, hey, blonde I'm, broads? I'm, I'm, I'm old. Hey, I don't, hey, I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember. Don't use the term broad. That's that's derogatory. Yeah, yeah. Joe Namath. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Ladies I'm, of the Joe Namath? No, no, no. No, that was... Uh, Blonde-haired guy? Yeah, the guy who he, he could kick, pass, punt. George Blanda? No. Paul Horning? <laughs> yeah, Paul Horning. Is it Paul Horning? Paul Horning, yeah. yeah. Was it Paul? No yeah. way. There wasn't a commercial with Paul Horning in it doing that years ago. He's got blonde hair, right? Well, he got yeah, no kinda. hair. He's got no hair no. now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, he was He's the one a... that stayed out every night. He always never made Yeah, curfew. okay. All right. Yeah. Paul okay. okay, let's agree. Yeah, I mean, what the hell's going on again this week? Hey, guys. Does anybody know how to use a, a doorbell or an intercom? Why? Why? At, at four o'clock in the morning, it's pouring out, and somebody's pounding on my window. Huh? Someone is there. Okay. Hey, let me in. Let me it in. It wasn't okay. Here's the, here's the deal. It, it was, was bushy. It wasn't exactly four o'clock in the morning. Fact of the matter is, on uh, what one a couple nights ago, I had a, a date. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we go down to Seasters to have some chips, and as we sit on the deck. 
the storms a storms rolling across the lake and everybody scatters we decide to sit out there and we're going to be like tough it out but then at the last minute as our chips blew off the table um we decided to go inside seasters and try and wait it out well there was no waiting waiting it out so then we thought okay well we'll run down the road to park avenue pizza so we ran, but the, the rain was faster, so we made it to Park <laughs> Avenue Pizza, and we were wet. So we went into Park Avenue Pizza. Was, was this your excuse for her to take off your clothes and you'd put them in the dryer for her? Well, <laughs> Good move, Bushy! Well, I'll tell but you, anyway, go ahead. I'll tell you what. And I was dressed, get this, I was, yeah. I was dressed casual, right? I told her, I said, dress casual because I'm wearing my, you know, flip-flops and shorts and this. And she's she looked great. She's wearing this yeah. nice dress. So anyway, so she didn't look like she belonged with me anyway. So anyway, we went to Park Avenue Pizza, and then they're closing down. So I said, "Well, uh, uh you come on to my place for a snack or oh, something." Here, here it okay. comes. Because we never did order our food. <laughs> here it comes. Here we it never comes. did order our food at uh, <laughs> Seasters, or we did, and they forgot the order, and then it rained and whatever. She says, sure. So we walk out, and I go to my building, and I realize, I reach in my pocket, and I'm like, I got a cell phone, I got a wallet, but I got no keys. And now I'm drawing total blank keys, keys, keys. Now, sometimes I'll lock them in my truck and use the combination to get in. Sometimes I'll hide them in my boat. So I go over to my truck, and the windows are all down, right? Oh, in the pouring rain, of course. And I'm reaching under the seat trying to find keys, no keys. I go to my boat, I'm lifting compartments, and I have no idea what I did with the keys. So, and I'm drawing a blank, okay? Maybe I had, you know, two grape knee highs, which was fogging my, my thought processes oh. at the time. So then I'm thinking, okay, I got to get in the building somehow. So finally, she goes and sits in my truck, but the windows are down and it's pouring rain. <laughs> Wasn't oh. helping her stay dry too good. This poor girl. So then, <laughs> so then she, she sat on the council in the middle of the truck. Yeah. The council, you know, yeah, right in yeah, the middle. Yeah. She huddled right there in the middle, and that way, just a little bit of rain would get her from the left, and a little rain from the right, <laughs> and a little from behind because I had the back window down too. Oh jeez. So she was hunkered, hunkered down. So then I got to figure, how do I get in the building? So you know, do people are do do people sleep like they're dead because i knocked on your son-in-law in sarah's uh door out the outside by the by the deck there pounded on the door pounded on the door yeah waka didn't wake up sarah didn't wake up i swear to god you could take dynamite and blow it off and some people wouldn't wake up so then i thought well who's the one that sleeps like like an indian with one eye open and jumps up at every sound this guy sitting next to me here so i thought okay he sleeps on the couch up on that second story. If I can somehow knock on the window and wake John up, he can, you know, let me in. Okay. So then, but the only problem is he's on the second story, and I don't exactly have, <laughs> didn't have a ladder sitting in my back pocket. So I, I survey the situation, and they got this one little, I don't know if it's a little playhouse for your... Yeah, the, oh, and then there's the thing for the boards. They got Tahi's little, yeah. like a little house. And then they got this big shed, which they keep the paddle boards in. And, and, the, and the one little house was about four feet from that. And so I thought, well, if I can climb up on this, <laughs> oh, no. 
Now, this isn't a pouring rain. And again, I'm thinking, you know, I'm not as nimble as I used to be. You know, I was a great athlete at one time. But, you, know, you know, age is taking a toll. So I thought, well, maybe I got one more in me. So I, I thought I can climb up on there and then I can make it to that metal roof there. Yeah. Then I can climb up and knock on the window. So um, as I'm making this maneuver the whole time, I'm thinking this is one of the dumbest things I've ever done in my life. But Where's a camera? I got no choice. We're locked out. What am I going to do? Got a girl sitting in the truck in the pouring rain. She's going to need warming she up. She was really impressed by my... what I'm. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, finally, I make the maneuver. I, make, I get my belly on top of the one roof. That was the scary part because wow. it was kind of a metal roof and it had a... You could cut yourself on yeah. the edge. So I crawl up and I knock on the window. And there's John laying on the couch. And I hit the window, and John gets up. His eyes are wide. That was kind of, that, that almost scared me so much, I jumped off the roof. So yeah, I'm looking at this guy, and he's, he's in kind of a position like this, and he's yelling with his, I see his teeth in his eyes, and the lightning in the background. It was just like the old Twilight Zone episode yeah. with, uh, with, what's the, his name? Shatner in Shatner. the, in the yes. plane. Yeah, Shatner in the plane. Holy I was Shatner. Geez. No, he was Shatner. I was the monster on the yeah, wing. Yeah, so yeah. I was the monster on the wing, and I'm knocking. And I don't know if John can finally hear me. John, John. I've got a girl. Let me in. <laughs> well, you're... So I, finally he opens the oh. window. And he goes, you want to crawl in the window? I said, no. Go downstairs and unlatch the, the or do the latch. So that was great. I knew I was going to get in. But then when I turned around, I realized that getting down was going to be scarier than getting up. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So I had to slide all the way down. And I didn't want to jump off that little roof. No. And but I did. I made the maneuver and I didn't slip. Oh. And and but you want to know the rest of the story? The next morning, I remembered. I've got a key for the building hidden under a rock outside. <laughs> I just used it two months ago. Oh, I didn't forgot I didn't, all the, I, those great those great knee highs. I did forgot it. <laughs> all about the hidden key. Oh, oh. my God! So, so what yeah, time was this at? It wasn't that late. It well, wasn't four in the morning. Well, the bars were closing, so you're no, two o'clock. No, no, no. The restaurants were closing. You know, it was around 11, maybe, something like that. And did you ever find out what you did with your keys? Uh, oh, they were sitting on that little table, I bet you, right by your door. No. Oh. What happened was, the, the next morning, when the, when the clouds cleared and the rain broke, and in my brain as well, I thought, wait a second. I know I had them in my hand. When I was by the beach and I slipped them into the pocket on my, I had a little like athletic top yeah. type, zip up type. It's the old Olympic, uh, Carl yeah, Lewis yeah, type, yeah. the U90, whatever. Olympic top, it's pretty cool. But you don't want to put anything into that pocket because as soon as you sit down. It's a shallow pocket. It's, it's a yeah, shallow yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Seaster's yesterday morning at about 9.30 and knocked on the door. There's a cleaning crew in there. I said, oh, I think I lost my keys. So I went in there and looked under the tables on the floor girl went behind the counter after a couple of minutes she comes out she goes are these the ones sure enough they were the, there the keys Whew. i'm glad i found the keys you know you might want to take a spare door key you know not for your truck but for the apartment you know downstairs yeah put it in your wallet because yeah, your wallet's always with you, isn't it no no you never no. carry your wallet no. you can never you never know what's no. going to be with okay. me but then it, with me. If you get robbed and they take your wallet, they're going to have your address and your license and yeah. they can go rob your house. Yeah, but then I that's can That's a go, big if. Yeah, but well, then then I can go back, load my shotgun and wait for them. <laughs> that's right. Okay? That's a big we if. We believe in home defense here. You know, 
NRA, the armed citizen. I, the the one thing that was lucky is I'm sleeping on the couch because yeah. I have to yeah. be in a, what is it, a, a zero, what is it? Zero gravity environment. Zero gravity environment. And the way to get there, I wasn't going to buy a whole bed. I mean, the bed's $3,000 yeah, yeah. and all of that. And it's there's no room to put them. These things you are huge. You got to have your feet bed. up in that with the yeah. pillows. Yeah. So yeah. I just got the pillows and they, I'm not putting them in bed because Lloyd's not going to sleep. Yeah. On, on these things. So the only place left for me is the couch, and I don't even deserve the couch. <laughs> so You're lucky then, you don't have a big uh, dog, because you know, if you had I, a big I, dog, the big dog would be on the couch. Yeah. You'd be on the floor, hey, buddy. I, I got just one quick question, Butchie, Bushy, before we go to a break. Was the, the friend of yours with you in the morning when you went to go get your keys? No. Oh. No. Yeah. We, uh... <laughs> Okay. We, I was just kind of curious. We had a few cupcakes, <laughs> and then I, you know, then she went home. Did she ever own car someplace? Uh, um, <laughs> it's foggy. <laughs> it's foggy. <laughs> it's all foggy. Yes, I think we'll just kind of <laughs> leave the story. We'll leave, still leave, walking home. We'll leave it. We'll leave it from there. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe I did oh, that. That that is funny. <laughs> I bet you that girl can't believe you did that. Did you tell the girl that she knew where the key was? Uh, I texted her yesterday and said, oh, by the way, there was a key outside. Oh, <laughs> she's going to call you. Yeah. She'll get right back to you, Dan. <laughs> you know what? It was the funnest night I had all summer. Oh, God. <laughs> reminded sure me the old, reminded the me old days. Of yes. the old days. Oh, when you get in trouble. Oh, God. That is funny. Yeah. Break. Well, yeah, we got to yeah, we got we'll go to, to a break. We'll get to some hunting and fishing. Yeah, we got some good stuff. Oh, and I got another. I I bought something. Uh, and don't go what? look. What? Don't go look at any over here. I bought something, but then I had to make a phone call. I was a little disappointed, so oh, I no. had to make a phone call. Another complaint. <laughs> another <laughs> another consumer product complaint yeah. by Just, not, Tom Newbauer. I bet he's on a list not, somewhere. Not. <laughs> they know this guy. <laughs> Just send them. If I were okay. a salesman, I wouldn't even sell to them. <laughs> no. no, why don't you go check the dealership down the road? I think no. they got a good sale uh, going. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Attracting Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, and I do mean cutting edge. What you got, Tom? All right, guys. Now, you guys were teasing me because I had that 2006 fish, uh, Freshwater Fishing Hall Wasn't of Fame it 1956? book. 1956? No, 2006, right? Okay. And you guys were teasing me about that. So I was la- getting, this la- past I was week, so much dust on it, I'd get asthma when you'd bring it in here. This past week, I went and ordered. You see, what does that say? 2016 of the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame and Museum. And the pages aren't yellow book, either. The record book. And I got it, and you know, I paid. Okay, it was, it was fifteen dollars plus three dollars. Did you tell them who you were? No. Uh, yeah, well, I had to give them my name and credit card number. Well, then they knew who you but were. But anyway, 
So I get the book and I'm looking through it. And the first thing I see is look at this page. 2014 is crossed off and they make it a 16. <laughs> see that up there? Well, maybe there was no changes. So well, why? now, see, if I wasn't no sure. changes, well, wait why minute. print new ones? Now, wait a minute. I wasn't sure, right? So I called them up, and I said, uh, excuse me, I just got your new record book. I appreciate your you know, quick response, blah, blah, blah. And I said, but uh, I got a question. I said, it says 2014. On, on the outside, it says 2016-17. On the inside, it says 2014, but the four is crossed out, and there's a six above it. She says, I know. She says, that was a printing error. She says, that should have said 16. And I said, oh, so, but if it was a 14, was anything changed? She says, I don't know, but it was a printing error. So it's really 2016. I said, okay. I said, next question. In the back of the book of the old book, which I have here, the back of the old book, I said, uh, you used to have the state records of all the different states, all 50 states of all the major mm -hmm, species mm -hmm. that they keep records for. And I said, it's not in that book anymore. Now, Ron, we attack at Don Heidenreich. He said, well, you realize they are a nonprofit organization, and uh, you know they're tra maybe trying to trim costs. That's what he told me. But I asked the lady, I said, how, how come you don't have that in there anymore? I said, that was kind of nice to have, you know, all the different states' records. And she says, well, she says, we figured with the Internet now and everything, you know, you can just pull up any state's fishing records. Right. Which is true. Google. You can. Yeah. Yeah, you just Google any of them. Yep. But I saved the old ones, you know. Oh, that's good. You got to go. But I've got the new book now, okay. and I and I thanked her, and so I, I no, I didn't complain. I, I, I didn't. I didn't complain. I just asked didn't a few complain. questions. Okay, that's good. Those are legitimate yeah. questions. Yeah, because it said the six was crossed off, and the, I mean the four was crossed off, and it had a four, so it was no big deal. Yeah. So, so anyway, okay. so we got the new book. Now you guys can't tease me anymore about that. Yeah. But if you, if everybody's glasses. got the rec the mm -hmm. record record and it's in their computer they're not always next to wi-fi and they're not always carrying their computer so yeah that's true i know i they... like having this no shit. And, and then the other thing too was it didn't have the wisconsin state records okay all of the wisconsin oh, records geez. for fish so what i did was People i got are getting lazy it's not that they're yeah. running out of money yeah i know you know what i did then was i took a copy of our fishing regulations, because in the fishing regulations is the whole list of state records. So I cut that paste out and taped it into the books. So I got those for Wisconsin. I mean, I, I got to go through all this cut and paste stuff well, I, and all this thing, you know, when... Uh, how old was the lady that she talked to? I don't know. I mean, elderly, would you no, say? No, 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 no. Because I can remember all the stuff I did... I, I don't have the energy to do any more for kids' outings. And if you look at it, you got no young kids coming up to do fish outings. Yeah. It's all old guys that are hanging on by their yeah. fingernails that they're, are uh, ready to drop over that are still taking the kids out. There's no younger people doing no it. Younger no younger people doing well, it. Well, there are some. Some of the organizations. But they don't do it then. They'll find the shortest cut, the easiest way, make an excuse like this. Yeah. Everybody's got a computer. Yeah. No, Broad, everybody ain't got a computer. <laughs> Jeez. Broad, that's not a nice term. Hey, well, you know, so I'm a, switched <laughs> it. I switched it. What, are you going to say dame? Yeah, there you go. That's supposed to be another one. Hey. You're so old school. Well, 
you know, and the other thing, too, is when, when Ron said to me, he says, well, you realize there's a nonprofit. You know, there's a lot of these places that say they're nonprofit. Put plenty but, of but, money but, in there. But they but, charge, and people the guys work running in there. Them, running them have a bigger house than no, I do. Well, the people who work there and run it or whatever, they're making money on it. Yeah. So how can they say it's – I mean, to me, a true nonprofit is when you donate your time. You're donating stuff. Like when, when, when we donate a, a fishing trip, let's say. Yeah, we're not getting paid anything. No, now that, that's a that is a true nonprofit. Yes, right. And and there are some true nonprofits very out there. Very few, very few. But you know, you take like, well, here, I okay, I'm not picking on them, but let's say like Channel Ten Thirty Six, you know, down there, M- yeah. MPTV, Public TV. They say they're nonprofit, but everybody there Gets is paid. making money, and, and you got to pay and, to be on it or whatever, you know. So. And there's a union yeah. in there, so yeah. you can only shoot certain hours. Yeah. But geez. No, but I'm just saying, yeah. So it's really, it, they're making a profit because they're all getting paid. So right. how can they call themselves nonprofit? It's a profit for a nonprofit organization. <laughs> it's a profit for that's a nonprofit organization. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what I call them. It's yeah. a pro- yeah. profit for a nonprofit organization. Yeah, Bushy, what do you got there? Well, you if know, you're... John, in between yelling about, oh, God knows what, was yelling last week during the Hornswoggle when I said, Remington is the oldest gunmaker. Uh-oh. He was saying Colt and this and that. Well, here's the story. I don't believe it. It's Hear not it? true. I'll bring you <laughs> a book that says different. Here it is. This is from uh, Guns and Ammo. Celebrating 200 years since Ellie Fallett Remington made his first muzzleloader, Remington is the oldest American gunmaker, a major milestone in the Republic just 240 years old. Uh, its competitor, Winchester, is celebrating its 150th. Uh, but the thing is, Remington was making muzzle loaders. And here's how. Here's the legend of how it goes. Old uh, Ellie, Eli Light Remington, they called him Light, I guess, uh, when, he, when he was 11 years old, asked his father for money to buy a gun, and Dad refused. Dad owned a forging company, so Light used the water-driven trip hammers to make his own barrel. He then walked to nearby Utica, New York, to visit a gunsmith who would ream and rifle the bore for him. It said the gunsmith had high praise for Remington's work, which encouraged the young man greatly. The tale holds that he went home, built a rifle, took it to a shooting match where he won second place and left with many orders for rifles. But it says, great story, but likely most legends, like most legends, is probably not entirely true. Um, Most sources believe the gunsmith built the rifle. But anyway, that's kind of like the legend of how it started. That's from American Hunter okay. magazine. I have two magazines. But so, either way, there's two magazines I got this month, and both are heralding Remington as the oldest American no, gun maker. No, this one didn't say that it's the oldest gun maker. It's right in the title. <laughs> Old, it says America's oldest gun maker. I can't see it. You're, I, can't, yeah, it I can't see it. You're right. It doesn't say it in the, in the article. It says it's in the, in the title. Now, as far as I know, Colts weren't muzzle loaders, John. No. They were started handguns. And that was after the muzzle loader era had been going they were on. The first and Remington of had been building muzzle loaders. Oh, now John's changing Colt his. Colt was the first. 1816. First builders of a six shooter. And you know where the guns came from before that? Well, I'll tell you what. Great Britain. If I use. Who, who was the first builder of six shooters is a hornswoggle question, then the answer would be Colt then. We can use that one. You better check it out just to make sure. You know, John's a little fuzzy. 
I better fact. <laughs> on the, some of those facts. I better fact check. Yeah, you better John. fact check it. <laughs> Politifact. You got that Politifact? Yeah, we got our. You know, if this computer was check. running faster, I could probably check it out. Well, have you got any emails for us this week? Has, has anybody contacted the CEO? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Not, All right. Not one, but speaking, doesn't count. Um, speaking of uh, Remington. Uh, they had many cartridge developments. Tom, can you name one Remington cartridge, famous one that was a huge success by the company? The 30 odd six? Nope. 3030. The 3030? No. No? <laughs> that wasn't Remington. Nine oh, I, don't, I don't know. Seven millimeter. Oh, seven, seven millimeter. Yeah, Remington. Yeah, sure, yep, yeah, they came. Okay. That was a huge yeah, success. Yeah. 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 That that was a big that was that was one of their big ones. How about can you name one of their top models of rifles? Okay, the eight seventy. Okay, that's the uh, big shotgun. Eight seventy shotgun. That was that that was the cornerstone. And how about in a centerfire rifle? What's the cornerstone model? I bet our listeners out out there are screaming. They know it. Well, let them call seven nine nine twelve fifty. But it's six thirty. They can call and, <laughs> right, after the right after the break and tell us. All tell right? us. I, I did look up. Yeah. In 1835, the first Colt revolver was introduced. Samuel Colt developed the first mass-produced multi-shot revolving firearm in 1835. All right. There you go. John, you were right. But Remington beat them because they were 1816. When was this All made? Right. <clears throat> 1835. All right. Yours was made in 1835? 18, yours no. was 1835. <laughs> oh, Mine God, was 1816. Now this is, okay, we're going to go to a... Turn it around, Hillary. Yeah. We're going to a break right now. When we come back, we'll have the gut report, and then we're going to have uh, the horn schwaggle after the 645 break. So stay tuned for more here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 1250 AM Sports Radio. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by v Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. You know, a lot of people, you know, they grow their own stuff, you know, out in the garden and whatever, and zucchinis have been popping up now for quite a while. Every, I mean, I don't know, I like zucchinis. Even though they don't have much flavor themselves, it's what you add to it that gives it the flavor. But I've been doing this now for a while, but this was really good the other day. I tried this a couple weeks ago, and I had to tell you about it. If you take a zucchini and peel it and then cut it lengthwise in half, you know, scrape out all the seeds so there's like a little bowl, a little boat there, right, a little dugout. And then what I did is, well, I put this melting chihuahua cheese in it, but you can put any kind of cheese you want, mozzarella or whatever, you know, put whatever kind of cheese, good melting cheese in there. And then I layered it with a salsa, any kind of salsa you like, right? Put the salsa on top, and then I folded it up, and, you know, in tin foil, and put it on the grill for indirect for about an hour. Actually, no, I think it was direct. I think it was direct heat for about an hour. And then when you take it off, I mean, granted, there's a lot of liquid from the uh, from the zucchini, but you just kind of pour that off, or like John says, poke a hole in the bottom of it, <laughs> of the tin foil, and let it run out. But uh, I'll tell you what, folks. That is quite delicious. You might want to give that a try. If you've got a bunch of zucchinis laying around, especially if they get a little bit bigger, make that little boat out of them, put that cheese in it, put the salsa on top, and wrap it up in tinfoil, put it on the grill for an hour, and it, it's very good. And that's just one other thing I guess you can do with zucchinis because I know we're always looking for things to do with them.
The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Oh, wait a minute, John. You're not. Okay, now you're on. Oh, one thing I like about your... Yours versus, and, and I listen to different re, mm-hmm. recipes that are on yeah. TV, uh, and all of them are saying, and now here, you have to go and you have to get this goat cheese. and or special Special, goat special cheese, spices. And, and, and this, you look at the goat cheese, when you go to price it, it's nineteen ninety nine <laughs> for about an eighth of an ounce, right? Do you think you were yeah. buying heroin? Yeah. <laughs> and you, you start looking at all these spices, and they're spices yeah. you've never used before. Yeah. And guess what? What? You're never going to use again if you don't yeah. have this recipe. Well, and then if you don't like the recipe, you just spent thirty-seven fifty on five different spices that you're not going to use. Yeah. And you just threw away forty bucks because you bought some zucchinis. It tastes, and, yeah. and if it if that thing doesn't match your fl- taste yeah, buds, yeah. you wasted all that money. Well, that's just make it what you got in the the refrigerator. Yes. Do it like Tom says. You're not gonna put yeah. on that many calories and that much clock yeah, up your I arteries. Might, you know, like on that, what I told you about. I might like a certain type of cheese on it, but you can put whatever you like yeah. in the mill. But here's the thing, you know, uh, do in in the gut report. I have to make everything short and sweet and simple. Okay, whether it be a tip or a recipe, it's, I mean, I've got a lot of recipes at home that have a lot of different ingredients, but nobody's going to remember no, it. No, So I have to, you know, find things that are short and sweet, you know, very short, so people can yeah. actually remember. Well, like, well, not only that. Like the one where you clean your grill. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, I, got, I think that one was a little complicated. <laughs> I got to tell you guys this story. You remember last week I told you I was going to a wedding, and I'm not going to tell you whose wedding yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I go to the wedding. It's at this beautiful church on the east side of Milwaukee, Old St. Mary's, okay? I mean, it's, this thing's like 120, 140 years old. It's beautiful on the inside, really, really nice. And they were going to have a whole mass with the wedding, and I'm thinking, oh, my oh, God. That's this an is, hour plus. This, oh, this is going to be an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> after the beginning of the stuff, the lady up in the balcony, she's singing, you know, and the priest is sitting in the back there and up uh, – on the right-hand side, the bride and groom are sitting. And all of a sudden, the groom, he's, he's, he's holding this, like his diaphragm stomach, and it looks like he's taking real deep breaths, you know. Hyperventilating? And, and he's, Is he having a panic he, attack? Well, I'll, I'll get to it. Anyway, and, and, he does, and then he calls the priest over. The priest goes in the back, or one of the guys helping the priest. I don't know what they call those guys. He goes Priest get, helpers. Uh, priest helpers. And uh, he, I think they're like deacons or something. Anyway, deacons. they go and get him a, some water. He drinks a little water, and he's still going. And, and his bride-to-be, she's like, you know, she's very concerned. She's got a hand on his back and a hand on his arm and looking at him, saying something to him, you know. And, well, she's probably he, the cause of it. She and, should and, probably get away. And, and he's breathing hard, and he keeps pointing at his, at, at his chest and diaphragm area like, you he's know. He's having a gripper. So anyway, the next thing you know, the, the bride and groom. The, Code the, blue. The, but the parents of the both the bride and groom they go up front the the bride and groom and all the parents and the priest they all go in the back room somewhere okay yeah. 
and I'm sitting in way in the back of the church. Nobody else sees this, but oh. after about five, ten minutes, I happen out of the corner of my eye, and look, I see some movement, and there's a like a special aisle that you go down that you're not in the church. You're on the side of it yeah. so nobody can see. Paramedics are coming in. Guys in blue from as matter from uh, the fire department paramedics. And I'm going, holy crap, what's going on here? You know? Tom's just hoping so, I, I still hope we get the free dinner afterwards. <laughs> I hope these guys, I mean they paid for it already. <laughs> so anyway, uh then after about fifth well, after about another five minutes, now all of a sudden I, I hear a siren. So I get up and I walk out the doors and I actually just in time to hold the door open for and have a smoke. For, no, Tom's <laughs> got I'm, a smoke hanging no, out of the corner no. of his mouth. I hold the, the door. <laughs> I'm holding the door open for two guys from the fire department. Guys, you know, yeah, emergency guys. They're going into the back. What the heck? So I go back inside and it's good. You're probably being so helpful. Fif- Fifteen Maybe minutes. Maybe they'll yeah. give you a job as yeah. a deacon. Fifteen minutes later. Um, you know, all these, uh, the paramedics and everybody. Boy, that saw, church I saw them really leave. ran long then. Well, they left, all those guys. Did they just they keep, left. Sing, keep the music, keep singing? No, actually, it was pretty quiet. Occupied? It was pretty quiet. Everybody just sat there? So then, yeah, everybody's whispering and talking because nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, a lot of murmuring. Oh, no. So Maybe then the, died. The, parents, the, the, the parents of both the bride and the groom, they come out, go to their chairs, and out comes the priest with the bride and the groom, and everybody applauds. Yay, all right, he's good. And then the priest says, he says, I've had a lot of people try to get out of my homilies, but not but not like this. What's a homily? <laughs> That's where the priest talks and gives you inspiration for the day or whatever. Anyway, so uh he says, but we're gonna we're gonna hurry this up. <laughs> so he, he marries them real quick. Five minutes, bada bing, bada boom, you're out of there. Okay? Five okay. minutes, married, done. Well, it turns out the poor young guy. Had a panic attack, which feels like a heart attack. Yeah, I've seen panic attacks. I've had two of those years ago. You did, and it's oh, you you think you're dying? You think you're having? I know. A heart I had attack. a friend of mine. Yeah. We were sitting on the it's couch terrible. in Madison one time. He yeah. sat up, held his chest, just like the groom you're yep. talking about. And uh, our other roommate, Stud Buck, Stud Buck took my buddy Otis to the uh, hospital, and that's and I said to him, I said at the time, I said you're not having a heart attack, you're having a panic attack. Just calm down, but. They went in and had it checked out. Yeah. And then once he knew what it was, he could feel them coming on. Yeah, yeah. And at work, he'd walk out and calm himself yeah. down sometimes. Well, I'll tell you, it's scary. I was it's lucky scary. enough to have real a heart real attacks. A real heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you you don't want one. It's a scary thing. But anyway, so they got everything went off without a hitch then. But, you know, what a what a precursor to a, to your marriage. No when kidding. You're, when your future husband is... Having a panic I, attack because he's marrying you. <laughs> well, isn't it? Listen, isn't it the chick that's supposed to have the panic attack? Because, like, guys, do they really care much about the wedding? You know, probably. It's all the girls they, thing. That's yeah. a girl thing, It's a thing, woman man. thing, yeah. I mean, she, for a woman, that is the Super Bowl of their life, okay? Yep. Now, like, you and I, we might all dream about running through the tunnel into the to play in the Super Bowl. You know, as a little kid you raise, you dream about moments like that, yeah, stuff which right. none of us will right. ever realize, most of us anyway. But for a girl, that Super Bowl is the, that's, they've been, they're going to walk down the aisle Yeah, with the they've guy. been dreaming about yeah. that wedding. So I remember when I stood up in my buddy Coleman's wedding years ago as best man, I it, when she came down the aisle, I leaned over and whispered to him, Super Bowl. And he, <laughs> and he, started, and he started snickering because yeah. we had talked about that. 
Hey, listen, folks, we're going to do the horn schwaggle right after this break. And what is a horn schwaggle? Bushy's going to give you three questions. All you got to do is answer two out of the three correctly, and you will win a beautiful prize package from where, Danny? Uh, Baitmate Fish Attractant. Coleman insect repellents. You need that repellent, man. That Zika virus is yeah, running it's rampant. Yeah, it's running rampant. So anyway, you uh, get on the phone at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250 during the break. And uh, I got the list of the last six uh, contestants, so don't call. Unless you're Tex. If you're Tex or if from Manasha in the truck. Win. If you haven't won. Yeah, in... if you haven't won in the last six weeks, call. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with more on, uh, what is it, 105.7 FM, the fan, huh? Okay. I think so. Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. And we now have our Hornswoggle segment. Do we have a lucky contestant? We do. We have Rob from Slinger. Hey, Robin Slinger. What's shaking? Hey, good morning, guys. How are oh. you doing today? Very morning, good, morning, Rob. Very good. Okay, so you know how this works. Uh, I'll make the statement if I'm pulling your leg. Hornschwaggle. If I'm speaking truth, it's a no hornschwaggle. So here we go. All right. Uh, <clears throat> the 44 Magnum handgun. Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood, blow your clean off and the world's most powerful. We all saw the movies. 44 Magnum uh, was developed in 1955 by Winchester uh, under the guidance uh, and influence of Elmer Fudd. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Uh, that's a tough one, but I'm going to have to say hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. It was actually developed <laughs> in 1955 by Remington, and it was Elmer Keith. Elmer Fudd was the guy who used to try and kill Bugs Bunny all the time. Okay, you hit a dinger over there. You got it collect, correct. Okay, good job. Hit <laughs> a dinger okay. over there. <laughs> okay, good job, Greg. Okay, the uh, pump action... Model 760 Winchester rifle is extremely and has been extremely and still is popular out east, made famous by the uh, infamous, famous, whatever the word, Larry Benoit, Big Woods Hunter. Hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. Uh, no hornswoggle? That was a hornswoggle. The Model 760 oh. was a Remington, not Winchester. Oh. Yeah, we talked oh. about that earlier, Rob. Yeah, the Model yeah. says yeah, that's right. 760 yeah. pump Remington, baby. I got one. It's like greased lightning, shooting, running deer. I've got quite a few in Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, all right, so you're one out of, okay, I got to get this last one. In 1962, Remington did bring out their best-selling um, model rifle in history, the Model 700 bolt-action rifle. Hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. You're correct. Good. Genius, eh? right. good job, Rob. Hey, that's good. Uh, stay on hold, and our, our, our not-so-genius producer, Greg, here, will get your information, <laughs> and, and we'll send it to you. 
All right. Thank you, gentlemen. All Love right. the show. Okay. Andrew. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, and he'll win some nice stuff from Baitmate Fish Attractants and uh, Coleman Insect Repellents. He'll he'll get a nice prize package. Yeah, yeah. he'll have to wait I, for you, a while. He's our producer's yeah. going to run on another. Hey, you you thing. Hey, you can always tell when Bushy. That's what uh, he's doing right now. Hey, you can always tell when Bushy's uh, got a magazine on something. Oh, I borrow your glasses. His, no, because his his questions always relate to, <laughs> to the magazine. He's, he whatever he's reading. <laughs> Um, oh, guys, I, I, wait, I mean, I got it written down here. Oh, here. Did you see these things that are in the break room? In there's an orange bag, and it's got some post-it notes and some notepads. Didn't make it, didn't from, make it to okay, break from, room yet. From Bell Ambulance, all right? Okay. Now, one of my sons, he's got a bachelor's degree in a something, and he's got a, several associate's degrees. And then he decided, I want to be an EMT. Emergency medical technician. Technician, yeah. So he went and got that. He got certified by the state of Wisconsin to be an EMT, and he he's got a full time job, but now he's working part time for Bell Ambulance too. He ought to work weddings, <laughs> I think. He, uh, yeah. So <laughs> somebody, you know, the ones you, that you go to. Yeah. If you call <laughs> Bell Ambulance, you might get one of my sons. <laughs> I think for every Check wedding, they ought to have a priest and a paramedic on hand. Yeah. yeah, just about. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was interesting that uh, Bell uh, had that stuff out for us and. Uh, you know, take some. Why was that interesting? Well, no, I was just saying that you know, my son is working for him, working part time for him now. Uh, you're a proud father. That's yeah, good. Yeah. You can talk about his accomplishments. You know, absolutely. So he's he so he works full time, you know, at his regular job, and then he, he works part time over at these, and they got long shifts. Like yeah, once a month he does a 16 hour shift, and then three times a month he does a 12 hour shift, because you got to have at least 48 hours to be considered part time to stay part time. In a month, 48 hours When's he going to have time to take his old man fishing? He doesn't. Whoa. I take him fishing. When he has time. When he has a day off, yeah. So, But I'll tell you what. But you use his boat, right? No, no, that's the older boy. This is my oh, young. Oh, this is the other one. Yeah, this is the younger one. Oh, okay. The, the professional college student. Getting, you know, <laughs> all those new bowers, it's hard to keep them straight, John. Oh, um, and you know, there was, an, there was another thing I was going to tell you about. Oh, shoot. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we got to remember to talk about Fall Fest up at Midwestern Shooter Supply. Friday, August 19th, and Saturday, August 20th. Put that on your calendar, folks, for Fall Fest at Midwestern Shooter Supply. That's real easy to find. It's on Highway 41 and 67, right on the right-hand Lomira. side. Lomira. Yeah, it's on the east side of the – yeah, Lomira. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they're going to have the sportsman swap meet. So it's kind of like a big rummage sale. You know, starts early, so get there early. Uh, trial guns, you can shoot all kinds of different guns. They got the gun auction, raffle drawings. Uh, they get the cheapest prices of the year during this in the store. Gun they raffles got, like yeah, crazy. Yeah, got a lot of food going on, entertainment. Bands. Yeah, what? I, now, I've never heard of the Mance Brothers and Road Trip. Those heard are a road the, trip before. Yeah, those yeah, two are the two trip. bands. Yeah, yeah they, I think they've played several venues in our area. Yeah, so I think during the day it's all serious stuff, you know, with the raff, with the raffles, the gun auction, and the eating, and the, and the, uh, swap meet and all that. And then at night it's party time. Oh, and they got the fireworks too. Got fireworks. Do they have fireworks? Yeah. Does it yep. say that? Yep. Yes, they always have fireworks, and I'm just trying to. I 
think it's only I one think, night, not two nights. No, I think it might need, be two nights, need, Friday and Saturday. They don't Saturday need fireworks. Night. Just right. do it when the sporting clays is going on and have some kid wave a sparkler around. And <laughs> bang, 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 sparkle, fireworks. And the Friday Fish Fry is sponsored by the Lions Club. The Pam- Pancake Breakfast is sponsored by Lomaya Gridiron. Pork and Steak Sandwiches by Lomaya FFA alumni and my favorite guys. The Lomaira Fire Department is providing the alcoholic beverages. I did go there, and uh, I ate, I think they had ribs that year. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh, they had ribs yeah, that year. The food was great. Yeah, and they real nice people there. So I'll that's, tell you, what's, that's, what's the date on this now? The 19th and 20th of 19th. August. And, and next week, okay. Saturday, Randy Belko, you know, the general manager out there, he's going to be. Grand owner. Yeah, he's going to be here in the studio. You know, talking about that and about a bunch of other things too. Yeah, that guy knows everything there is yeah. to know about the shooting. Yeah, he's 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 up really shooting up on and that fishing. Stuff. Yeah, they got a really nice indoor range there. Yeah, you know, but you will be shooting shotguns and stuff outside. Right. I mean, that, it's a big area, so they got plenty of room. You know, for yeah, all I that did a stuff. story about Fall Fest last year, I think, yeah. and I had one of the girls that works there pose in front of the big bears there. Yeah, that's right. The three yeah. grizzly bears. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's going on, and uh, yeah, we'll be talking about it again next week. Hey, oh. After we come back from the break, there's another shooting event I attended yesterday I would like to talk about. Well, I think we'll let you talk about it. How yeah, about that's that? A, that's a tantalizing teaser to yeah. start our second hour. Yeah. Talk, talk, and I'll remember, talk. John, I won't just say I'm going to talk about it and then forget and get you angry like you always get okay. when we forget our teases. All, All right. right. We'll be back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. And uh, WSSP 1250, it is coming up the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 